This episode of Truth Table is brought to you by InterVarsity Press, whose vision is to catalyze redemption, restoration, and revival in our divided and broken world. Visit IVP's website at www.ivpress.com. Sisters, how y'all feel? Brothers, y'all all right? If this is your first time at Truth Table, welcome to the table. And if you've been sitting at the table with us all these years, we are so grateful that you have been listening to us through these years, and we are inviting you to partner with us and support our work at patreon.com slash truthstable. Now pull up a chair and have a seat at the table with us. Hey y'all, welcome to Truth Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. And I'm Christina. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, C. How you doing, girl? I am doing well today. <laughs> you're going to say you're delirious. I am yeah. tired today. <laughs> I am sleepy. You know you're sleepy when you're thinking about when you're going to sleep. You know you're tired when you're like, and you know, yeah. You and know. you start like projecting and fantasizing about when you take your nap. That's that's, that's, that's where it's I a am staple right of now. adulthood. Mm-hmm. It's when you start calculating your hours, <laughs> and I've been doing that. Since I was in my twenties, I've I've been at this thing for a long time. You mean calculate your hours of how much? Yeah, sleep I was you asleep. Think you might yes, get, yes, you know? at night. I have to calculate my sleep. I'm like, okay. So you have to do a late night. You know, it's like it's tough. We yes. had a late night last night. Well, probably it was a late night for me. I think I get the well, sense that there are people. Late, though could, it was after eleven. 11. Yeah, but there apparently it's like for us. There are many community members. We're in our forties. Don't that don't. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That's late. <laughs> I think that there uh, apparently there are plenty of forty somethings that are are kicking it late at night. All right, like, yeah. You know, okay. they're out in they're, the the one woman that we met at the sleep. restaurant looked at me. I was like, I don't know what about me made her think that I had additional plans. Oh, that yesterday was evening. But she was no. trying to ask you where the spots were at. I'm I was like, like, I'm going home. <laughs> First Lady Doctor Edmondson. <laughs> we just came from. Intercessory prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I think you should ask around in this establishment and you will get what you need, ma'am. That was I'm funny. not trying to stop your like, party night, but I'm definitely I was like, you know, we just going home. Church prayer for church. She's like, where's the party after this? I was like, well, I don't know, but I'll be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, you know what? That, that really is perfect because the topic on the table. That's right. Is who we really are. You know, people's misperceptions, you know, about us or projections, whatever. But like who we really are, how people read us, how they see us. Because that is so funny to me that she asked you that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not I'm not the right person. She was like, hey, where the party at? I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, this is so interesting. Oh, it, was stri- <laughs> it, was, it was strikingly odd. It was striking. But you're right. But but that's one. There's all kinds of things that are happening. Right. In that moment. And that yes. happened, you know, right, when we yeah. think that we know people that we don't know. Yeah. And I think when I think about 2023, there have been moments, certainly like publicly and privately in entertainment world, in ministry world, where people have these moments where they go, I can't believe this. And then you realize you don't really know that person. Like we think we that think we, we know, know people. people, right? And and the truth is we have limitations on how well we even know ourselves if we're operating in denial and avoidance and all these different things, right? And so um I think it's a I think it's a worthy topic on the table. Absolutely. Let me start off with you. So okay. um before I'm well, <laughs> I mean this is usually how it works. <laughs> this is how it goes. Let's go. Let's usually go. How it Let's works. go. So you know, we have a a, 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 a miniature public presence. I say miniature because 
you know, I know people who have huge, what I consider yeah, to be I'm large people platforms. Are way more yes, public than that's what I consider. But there are people that we do go places within our own circles of ministry and work and, and activism where people may know who we are or think, you know, or have seen something, mm-hmm. some presence online. And, um, but before we got into this, this particular work, yeah. I don't think that was as common, certainly for me. Um, and I wonder how common that was for you. What, or, for people to identify you? Or yes. You, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pre, Pre-truth mm-hmm. table in that way. Mm-hmm. And so um, are there things that you miss about the pre-truth table? Like him and he's showing at events. I feel like, like we're really like we're celebrity level we're not, people. We're not, <laughs> on people magazine. Do you do you feel like you missed that live? Can, can you, you stop at the target? <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I have can. had that experience. I don't know if I talked about it. I went to the beauty supply. Oh, yeah, no, you, you, know, you meet people you all kinds of places. Have I, ta- have I talked about this on Truth Table? Shout out to the beauty supply sisters. I was at the beauty supply and I must have been talking to, <laughs> probably talking to you. I'm sure. On the phone. Talking on the phone. And somebody was like, a Kemeny? Because, you know, when you go to the beauty supply, you're looking, I'm not at 10. At the beauty supply, I'm at five. I'm at a five. (laughs) Okay. I'm not dealing with your numbers. I'm at a five. Carry you on. know what I mean? I'm That's going, a whole nother episode. I'm going to go buy the, the, the rankings of beauty. I was literally going beauty, to go, go purchase some beads because I was about <laughs> to get some braids. Okay, because I was going on vacation. Old school. And so I remember, uh, and I was like, "Who's calling my name? Like, who knows me up in here?" You know, uh, oh, no. it was a different beauty supply. That is the first time I've been to this beauty supply because I love the beauty supply. Anyway, and she was like, "Kimmy, they're not all like, created equal, but carry on. Oh, they're not. <laughs> they're not." <laughs> Carry they are not. Though. Shout out to Hair Buzz in Philly because that that is one of my favorite beauty yeah, supplies. Yeah, it's a sassy name, Hair Buzz. Go it's ahead. great. Anyway, um, but that's not where I was. Um, and so anyway, she's like, "Kimmy, Kimmy, like, oh, what's this?" And I've never met um, these sisters in my life. Two two women, two black women, and they're like, "I listen to Truth Table. I was I listened to Truth Table when I was in college, and it was really helpful, informative. It was really, it was really <laughs> like it's that old, but yeah. encouraging." And I was like, "My gosh, it was a really encouraging and affirming moment." But it was like, "Whoa, wait! It's just a trip to know that somebody can pick up and identify yeah. you by your voice, you know?" Because right. they were in a different aisle, and I was in one. I don't know, like somehow when I was walking by at some point, mm-hmm. they just heard my voice, and that's how they identified me, and then they saw me. Right. So, anyway, all that to say, that's you know, funny. Um, that it is a little bit of a different life than what I had before. Um, do I miss a little bit of that? I think I miss a little bit of the anonymity. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, it shows up, which I've, I've said this before, it shows up, you know, in d- the dating world, which is why I don't be on the maps no more. I was on the dating maps, but I don't be on them no more because I do have a public profile mm-hmm. and it's I have a large internet footprint. And so when you Google me, and my name is unique, you know, in that, well, yeah. If, if you're in Nigeria, it's not that that unique. Yeah. But but, in, but you know, but in the states, in the it, states is it is sure. right. So in the states, it is. And fun fact, it's a unisex name. Anyway, yeah. there you go. But uh, yeah, you can just you can easily Google that, and people have all, all types of conclusions that they draw when they Google that. So when I was on the apps, I would just put E, right, and not trying to be secretive, but in that I'm just trying to protect the ways that people. Um, come to know about me or come to know so that people can actually get to know me for myself before they get to know what I do mm-hmm. publicly, you know? So I think that to be, I, that's kind of where I find it to be a bit cumbersome. Let me say it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I don't know. How, how about for you before and after? <laughs> oh yeah. And, and again, it, it's, it's cackle worthy. We're not 
we're not famous. Um, yeah. Maybe infamous. But, um, <laughs> but, but um, I mean, I like anonymity. I don't, I've never been a person who needed um, to be known when I walk into a space. Mm-hmm. I do need to be respected when I walk into a space. Yes. That's and important. be treated. <laughs> like that those are two different yeah, things like, like, like yep. treat me like you got some sense right yeah. but i don't i don't i'm not a um yeah popularity has never been like my jam mm-hmm. and i remember that even as early as probably coming out of elementary school all all the way through high school and i think in high school i actually probably was known sort of like I, my my crew of buddies we people knew who we were but i think they may have known us as like the anti-popular popular girls <laughs> like we just you know it's like I was like I don't want to do that I don't care, mm-hmm. and I was sincere. Some people are kind of like haters because of like <laughs> the reasons, but I uh, I've always been a person who's enjoyed like a small circle of very good friends, yes, and I'm very, very serious important. about who my friends are, and um, yeah, I just I just don't necessarily need that. I do enjoy meeting people out and about and hearing their stories like on a one on one level. I think mm-hmm. that's the clinician in me as a psychologist. I I enjoy hearing people's people's stories. Um, and so I'm always open to re- to receive that and to experience that. I think that think of that as a gift. But I, yeah, I think there's there was certainly a time when I felt like I could go, particularly in our circles of ministry, to particular spaces and just enjoy it as a person who got yeah. to show up and attend the conference. I, yes. I talk to people all the times like I, it's rare that I even get to go to a conference or kind of a just major a church event mm-hmm. if um, if I'm not speaking in some way, if I'm not serving in some way or, or even coordinating behind the scenes. Otherwise, I'm, I'm not present. I just can't even I can't swing that in my schedule. So um, that's something that I that I enjoyed, um, in, I guess, pre-truce table mm-hmm. uh, in that way. Um, mm-hmm. So what would you say are some of the misconceptions you think people have about you? Uh, mm-hmm. Whether whether those are things that you have been told or whether they, those are things that you sense that have yet to be ver- verified. Yeah, conferences now re- represent, you know, it's a great time, but it is it's work, right? So when we go, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in a different mode when I'm at a conference, although sometimes sometimes it's like, oh, okay, wait, I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. Like, we had, we had a time at the EK Bailey. Yeah, I had a time. Yeah, <laughs> so, conference. Uh, that was great. But, you know... Um, and the other ones are great too, but I'm usually just flying in and out, you know, because you know to yeah. go and do what I've been, yeah. you know, um, um, called and contracted to do. Praise God, and then you know, mm-hmm. and then moving on to the to the next thing. But um, yeah, misconceptions about me. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> some of that's strategic. I mean, truthfully, um, and some of it, you know, is not. But I think. Um, I think because of the work that I do, um, particularly a lot of justice were repertory justice work human rights work just serious work you know you're dealing with spiritual strongholds you know um that have been all over this land and globe sure. uh for centuries you know so it's serious work um but i think that um people probably think i'm more serious than i am <laughs> i mean and listen i am mm-hmm. to be respected uh, and my work is very serious and it ought to be taken seriously. But I, I try personally um, not to take myself too seriously. And I think that's um, I think there's a difference and there's a distinction uh, between that and being able to, um, you know, like I, I love to laugh, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I absolutely love to laugh at myself because mm-hmm. bit of a character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Christina. Mm-hmm. 
even though the work that I do is serious, I try not to take myself too seriously, you mm-hmm. know. So um, I love to laugh. I do like to laugh at myself. I have enough self awareness to know mm-hmm. that I'm a character, <laughs> that I can be mm-hmm. a character and I have my, my, my moments, you know, uh, a flair for the dramatics at times. <laughs> a flair. Very. I'm very, very clear on that. <laughs> I know that. You know, about myself. Uh, I mean, I'm Nigerian after all. Oh, this is what <laughs> there, are, there really are cultural distinctions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't mean that everybody who's Nigerian acts a certain way, but we have, there are cultural generalizations, not to be confused with stereotypes, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so, so there's that. Um, I do think that, um, and I think because people, um, you know, see my work and how, you know, mm-hmm. um, serious and, and heavy mm-hmm. work that is. So they, they, you know, they probably perceive me to be that way too. Um, and so they'll probably see me as intimidating or mm, unapproachable or, you yeah. know, I think that sometimes that's a perception that people get if, if they don't meet, if they, if they haven't met me, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they would get that, you know, um, but they'd probably mm-hmm. pick that up probably from my, my social media, but I'm actually pretty, approachable and I'm actually very warm um, person mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and I'm an extrovert so I I do like mm-hmm. when we when we are conferences I am actually the one that will probably talk most you know mm-hmm. to people because I'll, yeah. I'll just you know keep I'll on. talk to people individually but I won't talk to a crowd yeah and I will and I won't go out of my way to like meet someone I don't know like I I, I, yeah, believe, okay. I believe in a natural meeting it's very mm-hmm. rare that I would be like let me get introduced to blah 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 like that's just mm-hmm. I'm like eh, if the Lord sees fit they'll be <laughs> Right. Yeah. You know. It, but yeah, but I was in sales too. So I that, so I'm just I naturally absolutely. just gonna go, you know, yeah, and yeah, for connect. Sure. You, you lean in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lean in and I, yeah, I like I like meeting people. I like talking to people. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. for sure. So I'm, for sure. I'm extroverted, I would say, you know, um, in that way. Um gosh, I'm trying to think what else. So kind of seriousness, uh, people thinking I'm intimidating or unapproachable. Also, I've heard that all my life. So I okay. Um, so I'd imagine I'm probably even more intimidating now. <laughs> Mm. or perceive that way now but i've heard that all my life mm-hmm. uh i'm trying to think what else what else yeah i don't know i think that people probably think i live a much more um i don't know glamorous or glamorous or jet setting life and i do be traveling i'm not trying to act mm-hmm. like i don't um but i'm actually i'm much more down home than people think i am i'm very much but i understand that on my on my public pages you're going to see you because you're, you're just getting my work, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't put up um, a lot of uh, personal um, anything right. having to do with intimate relationships or personal relationships. I don't put any of that on my pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because I have to protect myself and guard myself because they're stalkers. Mm-hmm. And so and that's just a reality. So there's there are. So some of these misperceptions are false, but some of them are correct because <laughs> there's a way that I show up mm-hmm. uh, intentionally because I have to put up some safeguards, you know, mm-hmm. um, around my life. And that's just the reality, you know, of um, at least at least where I am right now, mm-hmm. you know, in my life. So I don't know. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. But I want to hear from you, Christina, on some misperceptions that oh. people have about you. Mm-hmm. But we're going to hear about these. After the break. So take some time to think about it. Suspense. So don't go nowhere, y'all. Keep it locked and we'll be right back. (laughs) It's been one year since A Just Mission by Mekdes Hadis came out. And its message is just as important today as it was one year ago. 
Mekdes, an Ethiopian-American mission practitioner, weaves together theology and stories from diaspora groups to show how white supremacy infiltrates Western missions and disrupts grassroots missions and local leadership development. Truth Table listeners can save 30% off a just mission when you use promo code TRUTH23. That's promo code TRUTH23 to save 30% off when you order a just mission from ivpress.com. And we are back at the table talking about who we really are. Mm, Who are we really? My, my. Do you know? Do you really know? (laughs) Do you know what you're going through? (laughs) Do you you like like the things things that that life life is showing showing you? you? Where are are you going going to? to? I mean, that's the question. I mean, Diana, you know. Listen. Mahogany is my jam. Yes. Mm-hmm. Asking and, the question. And if you have not watched that movie, come on now. Come on. Get to We're go. losing recipes. We are. Concerned. <laughs> Rabbit trail. Go ahead. Anyway. Um, yes. <laughs> Christina. Mis- okay. What are some misconceptions, misperceptions, maybe things that even people have said to you, you know, because they think they know you? I mean, I, I've had somebody say, I remember a couple of folks uh, at different times have said to me that they were surprised. Um, and this could have just been them. It could, this could be a sample size of two people. I'm not <laughs> saying that this is a research study or this, you know, is, right. is an accurate analysis. But I had I had a couple of people say to me that they were surprised that I was as warm mm. as I am. And I actually think I am a reasonably warm person. Now, I'm not, now to your point, like, I think that's one of our differences in terms of introvert and extrovert. Is that I'm not going to, you know, kind of go out of my way unless literally the Lord says, like, I feel like this spiritual impulse, like you need to go talk to this person, like mm-hmm, it's a burden, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. which rarely doesn't happen. I don't, I don't have a, an instant line to the Lord like that. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but when I do talk to people, I talk deeply to people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I, if I'm talking to somebody, I feel like I, I, I Prophetess know who I'm, I know who I'm, I, I'm learning really deeply who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, uh, and, and some introverts and, and just also just my particular personality type, um, don't like small talk. Don't like, they, they would consider that to be almost like superficial, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is necessary for initial yeah. connection. Yeah. But I tend to have, I think kind of deeper, richer, uh, conversations with less people. Uh, in, mm-hmm. in a different con- different context, but mm-hmm. um, so I've, I've gotten that I've gotten like I'm surprised that you were so warm, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> obviously I'm cold <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Um, I I I have uh, one of the ones that always tickles me is that uh, when people discover that I'm married, and um, and I talk on Truth Table about being married and being yeah. a mom, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, I I don't, I don't talk about it as a brand. And that, this is no, no shade at people who, you know, brand have, marriages? who have like, who are, do I don't know, who that's their thing. I, I just think that it's, um, and I don't consider myself superstitious, but it's like when people are like, hey, would you ever go on a reality show about your your marriage? No, never. <laughs> I just, nope. now that's also the person in me who has a, a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. Like, I just would never do that. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's wise. With that being said, many people have. God bless you. There's mm-hmm. no prohibition against such. It's just not what I I would do, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think, and I think I our pictures are out there. I think that you know we we chat every once in a while. My husband and I we used to chat like on Twitter. He would post something and I would respond, and I'm like, "Where are you at in the house?" Like I would respond. <laughs> 
like like using it like a text message. Mm-hmm. And somebody would have an epiphany of like, oh, his name is Edmondson. Your name is Edmondson. Do you know each other? Are you? <laughs> I was like, we've been married for over two decades. Very long time, y'all. So that part Keep is up, funny. Y'all. That's funny. That's up. funny to me. Micah usually will say something like, "That's because that's because they just can't believe that we that you would be with me." I'm yeah, like, oh lord, that's, that's not that. No, no, no. But um, but yeah. Anyway, I think that's that that's something that I think probably surprises people. Um, miss, you know, misconceptions. I I don't know if I lean in enough to notice <laughs> mm-hmm. or if they've completely cost. Now, I do know that there are people who, because of the nature of the work that I do, which is on the nose anti-racism. I mean, I've, I've been in the world of social sciences for, since coming out of undergrad. So, you know, well over 20 years. And so I know that the sociological positions that I take and the way that they're integrated with faith and theology um, across a host of traditions, that that is, uh, it's off-putting because it's convicting. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that I couldn't have in my own flesh shed something that was offensive to someone, but I just know the topic that I talk about. Right, talking about the evils and wickedness of human domination, of oppression, of systemic injustice, the ways in which we have hundreds of years of people perverting the Christian faith yep. in order to subjugate others. Just saying what I just said out loud makes people uncomfortable because they don't want to reckon with that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to repent, mm-hmm. and so. There's a part where I don't think it's a misconception of who I am. I am. I think it's something they don't like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm actually comfortable with knowing that someone does not doesn't like me. Now, with that being said, the scripture rem- reminds us, and I think it's Romans about how we ought to live at peace with people. So we can't yep. we can't as live as us. much as depends on us. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, that's about what you choose to do and how you carry yourself. We're not to intentionally agitate people, right? Um, or to pick fights with people. Um, if someone sets themselves up as my philosophical enemy and then makes a caricature out of me, then I, I, I can't control that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really, that's for them to sort out with God and not for me to sort out. Right. So I, I don't have an expectation. Uh, woe to you when all men speak well of you. Uh, I don't have an expectation that everyone will speak well of me if if what I'm saying is convictionally upsets uh, some system of injustice. Um, and as a matter of fact, being liked by everybody, we have we have kind of a bit of a warning against that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because sometimes that requires you, you have to being complicit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, with that being said, I mean, I, I would love to have a reputation of kindness and warmth and thoughtfulness and all that kind of stuff. But I actually am okay if people who are committed to evil or like I don't like her I'm like good I'm glad right. you right. and please don't you know don't touch me or come near my house but but um I'm I'm comfortable with having a philosoph a philosophical Someone enemy is, yeah. if uh that enemy is committed to injustice yeah yeah I hear that yeah, yeah. I think um yeah I often say either love me or hate me um and I think yeah some of it is just that just comes with the territory of being a truth teller you know and doing the work of particularly justice type work, that's prophetic work and profits can't be on the payroll. And so, you know, so that, that, that truth going to land and sometimes it's going to land on, oftentimes it ought to land on those who are doing the work of uh, iniquity, you know, and that are doing um, the oppressing and all of those, of those things, calling them obviously um, into faith and into repentance and to repair and reparations. Yeah, which is a grace. But yeah, but 
um, yeah, you're going to have some, I, I, I know, I know there's so many people, you know, like from many, many years ago, you know, that have written whole campaigns and all types of stuff, you know, against me, against us, you know, collectively too, you know, and that's just comes, you know, with the territory. But my thing is always, okay, am I, um, is what I'm doing in alignment with what, uh, with the gospel and with God's word? Mm-hmm. Um, and am I following the, um, am I led by the spirit? You know, am mm-hmm. I making sure, you know, that I'm led by your spirit? Because mm-hmm. I, I really don't subscribe to hater theology. You know, your hate is going <laughs> hate. I really don't. I'm just like, why? Why, why do I? I why? I mean, I don't think that we should just have haters. I mean, like, like how are you living? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you have? Why are you make your haters mad? Why are you accumulating no, no. so many haters? <laughs> but you know, like, is this a character thing, or is this tied right, to right, right. your actual calling and your platform and what you do? And mm-hmm. are we meaning? Are you afflicting the comfortable and, and comforting the afflicted? You know, that's what I yeah. mean. You know, because like that type of you know um, fallout or dissension or would it be hateration, whatever, that falls from that, <laughs> that is categorically different than you being mean-spirited, unkind, that's right, um, um, haughty, mm-hmm. um, and just downright unkind and mean. Yeah. That's completely different. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and also unable to retract. I, I do think, oh, some, and, yeah, I do think there's something wrong when, um, particularly people who deal in words. So if you are, you know, professor, philosopher, preacher, uh, you know, kind of these social media brand type people that when you deal in words, scripture tells us that where words are many, sin is near. Sin, yeah, for And sure. there is a sense of self-control and discipline and not always, you know, always speaking. When you have literally have a mic in your face, there's a great temptation to speak. Oh, for sure. And um, it, it is inevitable that people who are uh, wrestling against sin are going to say something that's wrong or something mm-hmm. that's sinful mm-hmm. or say it out of, a, um, even if they said something right, They'll say it with the wrong motives. Yes. Because God cares about what we do and why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's kind of a, God is calling us to kind of a thorough holiness beyond just performative Christianity, but the, a heart change. And um, and I do think that we don't hear enough. And I, even for myself, you know, this is a, a, a challenge to all of us who have mics in our faces. Uh, we ha- th- There needs to be some more, you know what? When I said that then, or when I said it this way, that was not right, or that was wrong. Yeah, or, yeah, mm-hmm. and there and there were and there, and there were implications to that, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I think that's just a part of maturity, and also what it means to be a good steward of of having whatever size platform, whether you're influencing five people or or a half a million or or more people um, yep, with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. The other thing when you're talking about kind of hater hater theology, I was thinking about just the ways that negativity is attractive to people, yeah. you know, and drama and gossip and negativity literally can give the brain a buzz. It's like a high. Mm-hmm. And so there's a sense in which even with Truth Table, we we could go to town having a show that was all about saying things that are true, but like oh, but acting like there's no positive element of that is true. <laughs> Sometimes people are like, I'm a truth teller. And that and when you say that, some people feel like that means that I only say things that are negative and no one wants yeah. to hear. But being a truth teller would also mean that you say Telling things the whole truth. that are good the whole truth. and pure mm-hmm. and virtuous and praiseworthy. Well, and yeah. praiseworthy. Mm-hmm. Think on these things, right? And so I, I do think that there's um th- that is that's lucrative. Yeah. It is lucrative to, uh, and also it's intoxicating that negativity 
to just sit down, hunker down and like, let's let's create a space, uh, not where we reflect back uh, our pain and we lament together, but where we just spend all our time uh, just speaking negatively, even if it's true, mm-hmm. but that's all we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, yeah, no, I'm, we made some real, and it's just not really, that's not even how we are anyway, period. Mm-hmm. But uh, we could make a whole lot of money if that was the route we wanted to go. You sure. Know, but we want to honor God. And or we only honor, saying we things honor that were people. positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we want to, when we want to honor people, you know, we know that people um, can change. We believe that people can yes, change. Yes, you have to leave some room for grace. transformation. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to leave some room for grace, you know, um, over people's lives. Um, you know, uh, see, what about, so when you think about, you know, misperceptions and, and whatnot, <laughs> are there things that you feel are, are, are some of these misperceptions about you restrictive in any ways? Have you seen it? You know, yeah, it hasn't been restrictive to you oh. in any way. <laughs> well, first of all, as a person who knows that I'm on banned list for different organizations, particularly Christian organizations. I mean, I know that because I'm connected enough to know that. That's the other thing that also tickles me is that um, this is a lesson I learned very early in my life is that you don't know who knows who. Yep. And you the don't. way that you treat people can't be about connection yep. or power. It has to be about your own personal ethics, like mm-hmm. how you treat others says something about you. But because I do have these interesting connections <laughs> that I, I don't know how they came to be, um, I, I tend to know, you know, uh, what is what has been said mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> or, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Not like in a gossipy way, but like I'm, I'm just well aware. Yeah. And, um, and we've talked about it before about whether it's conferences or different spaces. You know, I've never asked to speak anywhere. Mm-mm. I'm just and, and I, I don't knock people who do who pitch themselves that way. And I think people should. I mean, I think there are people who have uh, ways of of kind of putting themselves out there as a part of how they uh, uh, give out their message and how they pay their bills. And yeah. there's, there's no yeah. there's no hate in that. I, I totally get that. With that but, yeah. but because of what I talk about, I don't I don't offer what I talk about no. to people like you got to come get me. Come, yeah. <laughs> you gotta come get me. So um, and because, yeah, if if I'm in a space where you haven't really listened to what I've said, what I'm saying, um, then I know that you can't even take care of me well in that space. Mm -hmm. And I've had the experience of people saying, hey, can you come and speak? Our team is ready. Our organization is ready. Our university is ready. And I'll 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 talk to them. I'm like, okay, And then I go and say something that I've said uh, there's like 400 hours of me saying or whatever that very thing. And then people become quite fa- fragile when there is mm-hmm. when there are consequences for those that. things right mm-hmm. and so we both know this very well mm-hmm. um and so that yeah that is uh that's unfortunate it, that has never hurt my feelings like i don't need people to um like i know that what i'm saying is inconsistent with the status quo so i expect for people to be be frustrated, or yeah, t- yeah. particularly around issues of racial injustice, and usually that's the one, mm-hmm. even more so than gender dynamics. It, it oh, is yeah, that's the, one. the conversation around racial injustice in the U.S. It puts people people have a tizzy. No, it's a white supremacy. It's a stronghold. Yeah, it's, it's a just, drug. It's, it's, a, it's a strong a narcotic. It's a yeah, and I think if you just call it out in the most basic of ways that God is not pleased mm-hmm. with a racial hierarchy and what people do to uphold it, people just start getting weird. And um, and, and all that to say is that I just expect, uh, and 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 again, reflecting on that text, what do you? Everyone speaks well of you. Like I don't actually want people to feel comfortable mm-hmm. enough with me 
to say things that are racist and unkind and unloving, mm -hmm. like while I'm standing there. Mm -hmm. a, a little bit of, and I wouldn't say intimidation, but I would say a, enough, a little bit of respect of my humanity and my work. I value when people, <laughs> when people have enough of that, that they are careful about what they say. Mm -hmm. Because we should we should be careful mm -hmm. about our words. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah. We should be thoughtful yeah. about what we say sure. uh, as best we, as we grow in maturity to other people. And I think we can be truthful people and also still be really wise mm -hmm. with our language. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think um, for me, when I think about misconceptions and how it has it been restrictive, you know, in my life. And I say, I would say, yeah, I'm probably on a lot of different levels. Of course, I'm banned. I mean, in places that's not surprising um, um you know because of you know the work that i have done the work that i do do um and and whatnot i mean you can google and see all the, how, that, how that went down um i'm just not going to relitigate that stuff because it's so far behind you know mm -hmm. years ago but um i would say that there's um can be a lack of curiosity mm -hmm. you know about me for sure which i find to be um I find that actually to be offensive. Yeah, it's dehumanizing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't I don't like that I do not like. Mm -hmm. Um because people think that they know you and you don't know me. Um mm -hmm. I you know, I contain multitudes and I am absolutely complicated, I guess like everybody else. <laughs> you know, all the but, people you know, are like super all the people. complicated. Uh <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think that oh. yeah, there's this lack of curiosity, you know. Mm -hmm. Um What's again, a cheat sheet? People can be we, we could be quite lazy. When it comes to experience, that's why that's the function that stereotypes have, right? Right. So it's, yeah. it's a cheat sheet. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that that's something that's, um, uh, I think, yeah, I just think that's offensive, you mm -hmm. know, and I think, I think that's the effrontery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, and I'm big on respect, right? So that's a, that's a big core issue. Like I, right? I don't play around with disrespect. That's, the, that's one thing. If you want to, if you want to see me flip <laughs> to the other side. Disrespect me, you're gonna. Yeah, well, well disrespect is. is actually. That for some people, for it's dangerous. For some, I mean, like it's you know, uh, not yeah. respecting or seeing someone's personhood. For some people, can be that means to their that, livelihood. That, that yeah. puts them in a very vulnerable state. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, so for me, yeah, I like a lack of lack of curiosity. Mm -hmm. You know, and my 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 life is far from boring. So there's a whole lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's a whole lot to explore. A whole lot of questions to be asked in order to get to know yeah you know um someone and that for me has been i think for me that's a, i find that to be very restrictive you yeah know, because they think well i've been following you all these years i've heard you on over 100 true stable podcasts um i've heard you pray on getting the word i've heard there's a lot in there there's a lot of data out there <laughs> yeah there's, def there's definitely a lot of data yeah. out there but though that's that is um, one aspect you know mm -hmm. of me that's public facing, yeah. you know, but I'm completely different. I'm not trying to say I'm a completely different person. Like that's, those are real, <laughs> you know, who I am out there. That is real. That's one aspect of me, mm -hmm. you know, but there's um, a lot more to be learned or to be yep. gained by actually being curious and yeah. learning uh, me on my own terms, which is exactly what I talked to my therapist about. <laughs> I, was, I feel like, I was like, I just feel like I cannot, you know, I, I, I want people to get to know me on my own terms. Like that, that for don't me, we, that's what comes we up all? for me. Exactly. That's what, that's what he said. That's what he said. You know, in dating. But I was like, but because I have this public yeah. facing persona, that's a little bit different from somebody that doesn't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they can, you know, they, they come to their conclusions and they think that. They think whatever. Yeah. But for me, this is where a lot of it shows up. It is in the dating 
world for me. Are there any, as, I, as, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking this question for myself now as I'm reflecting, but I'll ask it to you first is, are there any regrets? In other words, if you had a magic oh, yeah. wand, you know, there, there is a sense, you know, some folks are kind of, they have the brand, it's like, I said what I said and I meant what I said. And and I actually think that, there, <laughs> I think there's a, there's a place for that if those yeah. convictions line up with, you know, like God's, God's character. But otherwise I'm like, oh, I said what I said then, but I don't know, maybe I should have said it different or maybe I could have, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I do think there's a sense in which we do have some, some agency over uh, what we put out there in the world about who we are. Now, we don't know what people are going to take and run with or amplify that part of it. But um, I'm just curious, as you sit back and think about, oh, there are some some drawbacks to, to a public mm-hmm, presence or people mm-hmm. thinking they know you or know what you're going to say or how you're going to be. What, what pieces of that would you have wanted to change about what you put forward uh, in your own story or in your own presentation? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't, I mean, when I look back on all of my, you know, my years of, let me see, public ministry in the different iterations, because, you know, they've gone, they've gone through different iterations. Right. I think I stand by the things that I've I've said, to be quite honest, the things I've done, because I'm like, I didn't lie. <laughs> and I didn't even speak unkindly about, the, you know, about the ways sure. that I've, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've approached anyway, you yeah. know, my ministry. I think that even... Um, even even with my socials, I had to when things were kind of getting, um, I guess when my platform was starting to expand more, you know, that's when I learned I was like, okay, I have to really guard, you know, mm-hmm. my family, guard personal stuff, you know, and that's why, you know, my public facing account is just strictly on on works works related things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so people won't see um, family on my account, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like that, and so I guess yeah. I mean, so I think that if I if I had not made those shifts, then I would have been, I probably would have regretted that because I, I don't ever want to put anybody else and you know whom I care about and who I love in harm's way. Or mm-hmm. they didn't ask for that, mm-hmm. you know. They didn't ask for all of that. I mean, I, I think even the things I put in the, the truth table book, I don't regret any of that. Mm-hmm. That you know that was that was that's my story, you know. And I'm not the person that's usually I ain't got no regrets. I just really don't. I I, I think that the way that I've approached my um, public ministry. I think I've um, I've really have approached it prayerfully. Yeah. I mean, before I take engagements, I pray about taking the yep. engagements. You know, I pray not to say I can't miss God because I prayed, but yeah. I mean, I really I pray about them. I pray about what to pass on, even when I have TV hits and different stations yeah. try to hit me up on particular topics. I'm like, that's not what I do, right? So well, go a, talk to this a person. No, is just as holy as a yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yes. I'm like. No, I want to speak to that. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the person, and I and I do not want to be in conversation with that individual. Mm-hmm. I want no association with that person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so so I try to be very, mm-hmm. uh, I'm very boundaried. You know, yeah. on, on what I, I try, anyway, yeah, on what sure. I do. So I, I honestly I can't really think of that. I don't. Yeah, and I just don't think I put myself out. And I guess and I guess it's a blessing and a curse in that way. I don't really put out. My, Mm-hmm. my uh the the behind the scenes of who i am let's say, call it that yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. out there so i guess it is kind of my own i guess i have to live with that like you know you yeah know, i got i got i just have to live with that that choice you know to do that um for me i don't think it's a wise thing for me to do that yeah for me but it, it could be rooted in well, it's obviously rooted in some fear probably need you probably couldn't say i'm in that but yeah this world's crazy no yeah. <laughs> it's 2023 this world is not safe. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel like I have any real re- regrets about that. But I do understand that 
the way that I put myself in, in the world, I kind of have to live with, I guess, the consequences of that, which is kind of make people's lack of curiosity, people's misperceptions, and, oh, well, the right person will break through it. That. Yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> the right yeah. people, the Lord will yeah. still bring the right people, yeah. you know, to come in. And that, and, he, and God has, right? Mm-hmm. Our intercessory prayer group. I mean, hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one particular person in that group that we knew through uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Get out, you know, the, there was, yeah, there's sure. one person. That, so, so, you know, so the Lord brings the right people, you know, to be in your, in your village, but might, might take a little bit more time or yeah. a little bit more work maybe, but yeah. Yeah. How about you? You have, you have any I mean, regrets? That's a, that's that's a question that I, you know, likewise, I would at different stages ask God to help me answer that question. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if I have enough. <laughs> I'm too biased to answer that question about myself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so I think, um, I think, it, I think my default response is like, eh, I feel, I feel good about largely what I put out, put out there in the world. I mean, I'm an organizational person, which, and what I say by that, like, I'm an institutional person, is that I don't think of myself as a free agent who just speaks for myself, right? Yeah. I, I just do not function that way. There are consequences and implications of what we say we're tied to families we're tied to communities we're tied to and someone might be like that's just too much burden i'm like well i just it is what it is Mm -hmm. whether it's a burden or not uh i i'm an institutional representative just full stop and so that that shapes the way i communicate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um because i i do function and also as a clinician you know do no harm and yeah. that includes the how we how saying, we speak, yeah. when mm-hmm. we speak, and why we speak. Yeah. So all of those things are on the are on the table. With that being said, you know I um I, you know I I don't have the this this insight at this point to say if there are pieces that I would I regret or I would have amplified more or I would have pulled away from more, right, right right um I I I feel at peace is what I would say. Mm-hmm. With what you can sleep at night, yeah, as with what I put out in the Which world, matters. and I pray that the Lord takes the words that we say, whether it's podcasts mm-hmm. or uh, presentations or or the words that we even um, let marinate for a while, we hold back and then use more strategically, that God would bless them, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that they would actually do people well and not harm, um, and that they would be things that in 10, 20, 30 years from now, I could look back on and. And feel a sense of peace still exactly. about those things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say for that, um, I was thinking back, I, I did do um, a lecture a couple of years ago. Well, more than a couple of years ago. Time's going now. Because <laughs> the COVID years are in there several I'm years telling ago. You, yeah, about uh, would Jesus retweet you? You know, and in that, yeah. I did, I do remember lifting up, you know, a tweet that I was like, oh, I shouldn't have tweeted that out. That was wrong. I apologize, repent, and all that. Um and so, and of course, there's just so many episodes. So I'm, I'm not to say there's nothing I've said. You know, I just don't have the, at least the data that's salient in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Moment. So I have no problem, you know, admitting when I'm wrong. I'm like, I'll be wrong. Like, you know, yeah. uh, but I do remember that 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 particular le- that lecture was about, you know, what it means to kind of be a, a public figure. Yeah. In my case, a public theologian, how doing that type of work where you miss it. Um, you know, yeah, not speaking in ways it. that are integral mm-hmm. and in alignment with, you know, mm-hmm. God's will and mm-hmm. the gospel and, you know, fruits of the spirit, you know. Type of thing. So I, th- I think it's a truth table classroom from years ago too. I think it became that. But anyway, all that to say that, yeah, that that happens from time to time. But like you, at the moment, I just can't really think of that. But you know, think of anything you know beyond that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just a different. 
it's a different calling, you know. So I think we're, I, I think we're doing the best we can with what we got, in the words of Mariah Carey. In the words <laughs> of that great <laughs> queen of wisdom. It's a, it's a different path, you know. It's a, it's a different. It's a different path. It you know? is. And, it uh, is. Yeah, but grateful for it nonetheless. <laughs> but it's it's just different, right? And so you're just kind of you're learning as you go. That's right. You know, because it really wasn't a blueprint for what we do. Well, I hope people will listen in today it. and and kind of think about how they're perceived and how they perceive others, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, in listening to our conversation, there's room for grace. Grace Amen. in our own self-perception and also grace to let people define who they are for us. Yes. Instead of right. projecting that onto them. That's right. So talk back to us and thank y'all for taking a seat at the table with us. <laughs>